For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Western history has led us to the most prosperous age in the history of humanity, and yet more and more our kids are taught to be ashamed of their country. Are you tired of Common Core, Howard Zinn-influenced, revisionist history in our schools? Do you want your family to have fun learning about history that you can trust? Do you want your kids to learn to love history? Then drivethroughhistory.com is for you. The guys over at drivethroughhistory.com have created a world of entertaining, on-location, video-based courses for your kids. They've got ancient history, American history, biblical history, and world history. Perfect for all of you who find yourself homeschooling for the first time. It's fun, and your kids are going to love it. To learn more, head over to drivethruhistory.com forward slash Zuby, Z-U-B-Y, where they've got streamed courses and old school DVDs, and you can use the code Zuby, Z-U-B-Y, at checkout for 20% off any order. That's drivethruhistory.com forward slash Zuby. Go check it out. I am the man, sick with the slang, sick and I'm destined for fame. Do for the fam, not for the grand, stunt me destined for pain. I do not front, I do not scam, put some respect on my name. Sick like a bang, click and I bang, y'all gonna remember the name. Y'all gonna remember the name. What's up ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls around the world? I would like to welcome you back to the Real Talk with Zuby podcast. On today's episode, we have got on Lee Allen Baker. She is an actress who is featured in many well-known TV shows. She's also a voice actress, and she is also a producer as well. So welcome to the show, Lee Allen. Thank you so much for having me. I'm such a big fan. I'm honored. Thank you. <laughs> so I've done a really brief intro there, but for people who may not be familiar with you, can you give a little, little background info? Sure. So um, I did Will and Grace for years the first time around and even did an episode the second time around. Um, so that's how one generation knows me. Another generation or a more family-focused kind of um, demographic would be fans of mine from Good Luck Charlie, which was actually at the time the number one show in the world. So I'm kind of known for being Amy Duncan on that show. And most recently, I've been canceled. So that's another... <laughs> <laughs> I got can't apparently my life before now never existed. So Okay. Wow. Okay. So there's a lot to get into right there. Yes, there um, is. <laughs> so before we uh before we started talking, you just said that you um that you fled California. You literally you literally used the word fled and you started to tell me a story and I said, Hold up, we're gonna save this for the podcast. So yes. tell me why you fled California. So um, my children were injured by vaccines. And when I mean injured, I mean physical symptoms uh, that are undeniable. 
and are, and, you know, are definitely from the vaccine. Their doctors know it. And we were advised to never vaccinate them again. Unfortunately, one of my children might suffer for the rest of his life for it. The other one has actually come quite a long way since then. Um, so we had medical exemptions for our children for further vaccination and they each got a lot. Like, I think one of them got like 20, anywhere between 24 and 40, you know, they get a lot, these kids, they get like 72 vaccines. Um, so we had a lot of them. Um, and our medical exemptions were taken away by Gavin Newsom, the governor of California. He took all medical exemptions away from, there were only 4,000 children in the state of California who had medical exemptions. And he, with a wave of his wand, took them all away. And, um, I think the only thing that they were really going to count was if you had a child who had actually died from it, then your other children can be exempt. Or if you had anaphylactic shock eight times for eight different vaccines, then you could be exempt. Um, so I guess seizures and hospitalizations that my kid had, they, they were, they were not willing to count them. So I knew our days were numbered there, but then COVID hit and it was an interesting buildup to COVID this last legislative season because Gavin Newsom also, uh, passed to bill AB 262, where it says that where there is any suspicion of a communicable disease, that any law enforcement medical authority uh, may enter your home, cease anybody dead or alive, remove from the home, uh, disinfect how they see fit, um, destroy your property, and kill your pets. Literally, that, that's what it says. Whoa. They were kind of preparing for this, in my mind, or else it was just a wacky coincidence that they really prepared for this coming. So um, I knew it was moments away from us having to leave. We, we love Los Angeles. We love our friends. Yes, I have friends that are conservative and I, I love them all because they all want the same thing. We all want everyone to be treated equal and everyone to have freedoms and liberty. We just agree about different ways that will get us there. Mm-hmm. And inevitably to me, it comes down to what stories you're believing because somebody's lying on one side of the aisle. And I'm, hope, I'm hopeful that one day we're going to find out who. Um, I got a video from my friend uh, who is on the same page as me. She's kind of been my ride or die through this whole thing. She has children that have not been vaccinated and they're healthy as they can possibly be. And um, she filmed FEMA quarantine camps up the street from our house. And that was sent to me on May 7th, this video. We actually went up to the person and asked them, what are these? Are these, what is this camp going on here? And she said, get out of here. These are quarantine camps. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. And so they've been set and prepared there. And then they put out ads for jobs for um, people who are really good with children. So when I take that information, um, that's horrifying enough. Then I take information from recalling the World Health Organization saying, We're going to put boots on the ground, go door to door, because now the disease has gone into the home. And we're going to remove those people with dignity, he said, and quarantine them. Sorry, this this was coming from who? This was coming from the World Health Organization. Okay. I can't remember his name, but the Irish guy that's there. Okay. So when I put those together, that's a lot of smoking guns that say to me, what? Quarantine camps for kids up the street? No, no, not not my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so I packed that night and left the next day. Oh, and wow. um, 
we I've been kind of I stayed at a house of a, a friend's mother who was out of town for the first two weeks just to kind of quarantine myself so that I didn't freak anybody else out at the time. And then I, I went and stayed with my parents for a while. Then I actually drove to Oklahoma and did a movie there. Mm-hmm. And then I was there for a month with my kids. And then we kind of traveled back and have made a home in a state that is freer, not as free as it was before, but freer than California. So yes, we fled and, and, and I do not feel safe going back there with my kids. Wow. What is it that you, what is it that you think will happen? Well, Gavin Newsom has said multiple times on video, our world cannot return to normal. We cannot go out of our homes and live life like we did before until everyone is vaccinated. Mm-hmm. So that's a problem for me because if you vaccinate my kids, you're going to kill them. Yeah. That's a hard no. Yeah, I get that. So this is, this is really interesting. Um, so when you say that you, your kids have had really bad responses from the vaccine and you know definitely that it was from that, can you talk us through that a little bit? Sure. Um, I don't want to get into too much of a personal, like, um, especially because my son is, my older son uh, is aware that I'm talking about his health. This is, sure. they're not our babies that I'm talking about. Of course. But I mean, like every single vaccine that was given two days later, we're in a doctor's office really, really sick. And on four different occasions, we've gone to a hospital for swollen lymph nodes that are not just here, but all over the body, in the growing, in the testicles, in the back of the head, sticking out an inch from their head. That's right. You have lymph nodes in the back of your skull. And mm-hmm. when you're really sick, those things stick out. So his body kind of went into hyperdrive multiple times. Um, and then there's also neurological effects. But I'll just tell you the, the one that really kind of grabs people's attention is that my youngest... Um, I took him to the doctor, gave him the vaccines, brought him home. Three hours later, he started this high-pitched scream. And I mean, it's like nothing you've ever heard from a baby. And he would get red and stiff and collapse, and red and stiff and collapse. He could not nurse. His eyes would roll back in his head. I called the doctor, and she said, if his seizures start to get bad or if he starts to seize, get to a hospital. Mm. Well, at the time, I thought, like, I thought a seizure was shaking, But then I did more research and found out that uh, it says right there on the insert of the vaccine that was given to him that this is encephalitis and it's swelling of the brain. And it starts with a high-pitched cry that lasts four to six hours. And it's not just a cry, it's a scream. Mm. And what he was having was seizures. They're they're not a shaking seizure. It's one where you get ridges and flaps. There's like a a tonic seizure or a colonic seizure. There's these different types of seizures. Anyway, this is definitely one of them. Mm -hmm. And so we went to a different doctor. Yes. uh, Your kid had seizures and we're going to be lucky if he, that he survived. We're lucky he survived the night because a lot of children, this is how they pass away in their sleep at night. Uh, And then, you know, he's probably going to have some leftover damage from it. So his leftover damage was um, he was speaking like when a child is speaking to you and has 20 words and says mama and dada very clearly and then looks at you and just goes <sighs> and makes that noise and can't even babble, mm-hmm. it is a short circuit. Something has been short-circuited in the brain. It is not functioning like it did. Yeah. So that's called a severe regression. And we throw that word around a lot and people think, oh, you know, they weren't wetting the bed and now they do wet the bed. And so they've gone way back in development. And then when he was... 18 months old, he was assessed at the developmental age of a nine month old. And before that he was walking, talking and 
probably advanced for his age. Yeah. So, so we're very clear that this happened, you know? Wow. Okay. No, that's, um, that's a lot there. And so they got the medical exemption, um, being a few of, you said 4,000 kids in California and the entire state had that. And then they rolled that back. Was that specifically supposed to be because of the COVID-19? Uh, they rolled it back before COVID-19 hit, which is what is just not matching up to me. Okay. It doesn't, they were in such full force to behind closed doors pass these laws as quickly as possible that it just kind of doesn't match up to me that um, they would pass all these laws. It was just like too perfect. It's like when event 201 happened when they talked about there's going to be this coronavirus and it's going to cause a pandemic. And Johnson and Johnson is at the table saying, we will be the ones to make the vaccine. And you know, the, the world health organization is sitting there saying, uh, we hope not to arrest people, but we may have to arrest people and mandate these certain things. And uh, we may have to call on our military to enforce it. And then you turn around and there's China sitting at the table weighing in on their opinion on how we will handle this coronavirus. And all of that to me is just not coincidence. That is, um, that's a planned event. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I mean, unless they're like, you know, Yuri Geller, the amazing Kreskin, and they're all just these brilliant people who can just like see the future. Uh, I'm, I'm just not okay with how that whole thing went down. I got you. And you also mentioned that um, you said uh, you introduced yourself by saying that you've, you've recently been, been canceled. So Yes. Why, why have you been canceled and who, who's canceling you? So I was doing this movie in Oklahoma. And honestly, I was in the middle of nowhere at a camp. And we, I had no cell reception, a little bit of cell reception at night to be able to like um, retweet something if I, if I had enough reception. But I really wasn't paying attention to what was going on. I was working very long hours. And I drove 10 hours to, uh, back to my parents and on my Twitter feed, a picture of Joe Biden with a mask. And mm -hmm. it said, wear a mask. And it was a command. And I am always very respectful when I speak to people in office or anybody. I don't feel that anybody should be spoken to with disrespect. It's just mm -hmm. not okay. And I just said, uh, no, thank you. Um, I said, uh, that's not law. It's an overreaching suggestion, but you do you. And that was really kind of my take on it. Like, How dare you? How yes. dare you? Yes. So I was immediately uh, trended to number two. And I didn't even know it. I literally was going to sleep and my realtor sends me a, a message that says, you're so brave. We're so proud of you for speaking your truth. And I, I was literally like, what did I just do? Oh, They're gosh. like, you're trending to number two. And I'm thinking, for what? For what? I was on the number one show in the world at one point, never trended to number two. What have I done? And so it's so funny because I was kind of being hailed a hero on one side and then hailed this villain on the other side. And the truth is I was just walking along one day and stepped in a pile of crap. That's just yeah. what happened. I just stepped in it. And that, that, but that is my theory. My theory, look, I know the science of the mask does not stop this size of a particle. It's just a fact. You, you, you take the mask and I appreciate that people want to wear it and make themselves feel better. And it may stop a little bit of spittle from coming out of your mouth when you're speaking, mm -hmm. but um, it doesn't, it doesn't stop virus transmission. It's like someone said it best when they said, it's like, you know, a chain link fence isn't going to stop a mosquito. That's just a fact, you know, and, uh, and it does lower your oxygen. That is also a fact too. Everyone likes to point out that surgeons uh, don't have problem breathing, but they're in an ice cold room and they're standing pretty still, mm -hmm. you know, they're not out functioning in a hot day. Um, and they're also not a child whose brain is still growing and developing and in dire need of oxygen. Yeah. 
so uh, there's that. Uh, but immediately I was labeled, and I don't know how it turned to this, but it did. Um, I am a Trump-loving racist. Oh, wow. That, Matt. That, that, that happened quick. It was quick. It was quick. Yeah. All, yeah. all over the mask. It was boom. It went. <laughs> and I was, I'm thinking, what? Like, it really took my breath away because anyone who knows me, <laughs> met me, thinks I'm just as sweet as a peach. Like, I love everybody. Everybody. You're not supposed I, to. You're not supposed I'm to. I'm not supposed to. <laughs> God, I don't want to. I want to love everybody. And I do think that, you know, it just it shocked me because I think that elderly lives matter. I think that children's lives matter. I think that teenagers' lives matter. I think that the Chinese lives matter. I think that black lives matter. I think that animal lives matter. I mean, yeah. really, before I step on a bug, it, it's got to be about to sting me. And I really question whether I should even do it. <laughs> you know, so it just astounded me that I've lived my whole life with a good heart and love in it for everybody. Mm-hmm. And on one mention that a mask is not law, which is a fact, which is a fact, yeah, is suddenly now I've been canceled, and my children and I got death threats. Really, really crude, awful, terrible, nasty death threats from who? Uh, Twitter, Twitter, just, Twitter, Twitter. Just the random weird people on Twitter wearing masks and in their people. profile. Yes, yes. Or, or my favorite is the ones that are just animated in their profile with a oh, lot okay. of numbers by their name. Yeah. And they have, they have, these are the trolls where they have um, no, fo- no one's following them, but they've got their list of assignments from, I don't know who Soros, whoever pays them to shut people like me up, you know? And so I w- occasionally would tweet back and be like, um, were you bored today? Or did, are you on the payroll? Like mm. how much do you make per insult? You know? Yeah. But you know, some of them are really uh, nasty uh, I know. I know. I know. One of them was saying that they hope that three kidnap me and run a train on me. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, they want to run me over with a train. That's horrible. And my friend was like, that's not what that means. Oh like, gosh. What? Oh, I did not know that. <laughs> How yeah. did we get there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so you posted the thing saying that masks are not laws. And um, so you got the, the Twitter mob after you, but did this go, did this go beyond Twitter or was this just, you know, random weirdo accounts on Twitter throwing stuff at you? It went to, um, yes, it of course transferred to Instagram. So I had to stop all comments because you know, heaven forbid I posted, I, I'm a big fan of Martin Luther King Jr. I think that that's probably one of the most amazing people to walk the face of the earth besides Jesus Christ. And I really believe that his heart was filled with love and it was such an example for all of us to live by. And so I, I find comfort in his words. And I posted some of his words that I thought were so wise and that just surpass and transcend generations. And then on that post, it was just, um, a barrage of insults and things that completely don't go with what I believe in. I mean, just violent, vile. And so I had to shut off all comments. Yeah. And then of course, um, you know, yeah, it went to other places. Um, they found ways to reach my family members and things like that. So got nasty. My kids are scared. Yeah. 
It's, it's, it's really weird. There's a lot of, it's a lot of weird people out there. Like then the, the internet has really made this so clear. The internet, yeah. social media, you know, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, like, I mean, I, you know, I've been on the receiving end of, of many, of many a social media mob. And, um, I mean, I don't really care. I tend to find it quite funny, but it's, it does show you like just a really dark side of humanity and yeah. just so much anger and venom and resentment. And like we we're saying, people just go from like, people make all these crazy assumptions. Like people will just jump from, from one thing, you know, you don't want to wear a mask to suddenly like, you know, you're, you're a murderer and you're racist and you hate this people and you do that. And it's like, wait, what? Like people just in, people just say like the, the wildest stuff and then other people repeat it. And they, they just create this whole picture, this whole avatar, like evil avatar of who, I don't even want to say who they think you are, who they want to think you are. Yeah. They right? want me to be that. It's like, it's like, it's almost like I was, you become like a whipping post for people to get their aggression out on. Exactly. And, and I think what makes me so sad is that people are so filled with so much aggression. I don't mm. want them to be filled with that much aggression. That's a horrible way to live. It doesn't, it doesn't feel nice. We're supposed to experience love and joy on this planet. That's at least what I feel. I feel like we're here to experience joy in as many ways as possible. Well, this and, is obviously your, your hateful bigotry talking. Right. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> and one of them said that, you know, they hope that me and my ugly kids uh, die from COVID. Yeah. They like that one. They yeah, like they, that. One. Yeah. They like that so one. And, and I made sure I got me some hydroxychloroquine. Mm. So we're good there. That seems to be like the first drug I remember in my lifetime becoming political. Right. Like how, how has this drug or treatment become a political thing in itself? I, I think it's really bizarre. Like this, this whole year from a sort of collective humanity, psychology, psychosis standpoint has been really, really weird to me. Um, it's just strange how I feel like in January, yeah, you know, there was the usual division and partisanship and game playing and whatever, but it's like this whole pandemic and then the reaction to the pandemic has just brought out like a whole, whole different side of humanity, like from, and everything's been politicized. The mask itself has been politicized. You know, hydroxychloroquine has been politicized. Yes, um, I call it election infection. Okay, <laughs> that's actually that's a good one. That's a good one. It's very it's very strange. I don't know what what do you make of all of it. It makes me really sad and frustrated. And here's what I finally posted: is um, here's the thing. You know, you can still vote for Joe Biden, and if you should need hydroxychloroquine take it. Right. I know that's crazy concept, but you can actually, if you get COVID and if you take a high dose of zinc with a low dose of hydroxychloroquine, which has been proven in multiple studies, including one by Fauci's NIH in 2005 for a SARS-CoV with an ACE2, it could save your life. It doesn't mean you have to vote a certain way. You still have the freedom to choose who you want to vote for. But here's the thing. I want you to live. Mm has been proven safe. And the reason that I know it's been proven safe is because I found this PDF on the CDC, bright and colorful, beautiful PDF, the CDC at the bottom. I looked it right up on their website. And it says that not only is it safe for adults and children, it's also been proven safe for pregnant and nursing mothers. So when I see that, 
I think, and I'm a person who, look, I don't like to take drugs. Mm. I, I'm not going to be taking hydro. I'm going to be taking quercetin, which a study was also done, does the exact same thing with zinc. It makes zinc an ionophore. It enters, it opens the cell wall, enters the viral cell and stops replication. So I'm going to take supplements, vitamin, vitamin D, be active, get lots of sun, um, eat healthy foods, not eat junk, process things, um, you know, fast food, junk food, Cokes. We don't do that. I'm going to really try to take care of my body and I'm going to prepare the soil of my body to be able to handle this because a virus is not going to be stopped by a mask. Have you seen the hazmat suits that these people wear? They have to have like an oxygen receptor to where air goes in the tank and then only goes out. Mm -hmm. So it can't go back in the tank. They've got a tube that feeds them. So unless you're wanting to walk around like the bubble boy, you know, we are going to be exposed to viruses and it's okay because even with all the fraudulent data collection with this event, it has a survival rate of 99.64%. More people die of the flu shot. That's a fact. Mm -hmm. Of the flu shot. Yes. More people die of the flu shot. That has a death rate of 0.6%. 0.6%. That sounds very high. That's like one in 200. No, 0.06%. I correct me on Okay. Zero six percent. I was going to say if a if a if a flu shot had was killing one in two hundred people, I was I was thinking I want to. Did you give many people the flu? Yeah, I was I was thinking how is that legal? Flu um, shot. I've been so sick in my life, you know. But um, <laughs> and then I stopped getting the flu shot because it didn't work, you know. And 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 I think what scares me. Here, look, here's you want to know why my stance is what it is on masks. Tell me. Here, here, here's what it comes down to for me. If it makes you relax, even though it literally gives me heart palpitations because I am claustrophobic and it makes my heart race to a really not fun degree and, and dangerous degree. A mask is just a lockstep to get us to a mandatory vaccine. They want to see how far they can push us. So if everybody says, yes, mask, okay, fine. Don't want to wear it, but I'll wear it. Then the next step, yes. Well, apparently, according to Fauci, goggles. Now we all look like idiots and we're being laughed at. Um, but then the next step is vaccine. So that step is locked. It's time to move to the next step. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to give you a mandatory vaccine. Well, that's a hard no for me because now you're talking about killing my kids and that's, that's where it's a hard no. Gotcha. Okay. So this is the point. This is the point where some people are going to be watching this podcast or they're listening to it and the words are, the words are coming, right? Conspiracy theorist, anti-vaxxer, crazy person, all all of this, right? Okay. Call me an anti-vaxxer because I vaccinated my kids. I did it. <laughs> I did it. It didn't yeah. work out for us. Yeah. You know that percentage of people that have severe injuries, mm. right? Well, this is what we look like. We're not on Mars somewhere on a purple planet far, far away. Mm-hmm. We actually exist, and here we are. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not calling. I'm not calling you any any yeah. names myself. I'm just. I'm, I'm. I'm just predicting the comments, and I know what people. Yeah, are, you're right. Are, right exactly. Say. You know. But and, here, I would say to people this. If you were allergic to penicillin or had a severe reaction to penicillin or your kids did, mm-hmm. and in order for you to function back in society as a human being, you had to take penicillin, now how you feel about penicillin? It's a very fair question. If you want to feel great about vaccines and you don't want to do the research, 
and I mean by the research, not just looking up propaganda that says they're good for you, they're bad for you. I'm talking about looking up every ingredient and looking up studies on those ingredients and knowing what those ingredients do to your neurotoxicity and to your body. You know, if, if you want to do that and you think that vaccines are great for you and you really want to roll the dice with that, I support you doing that mm. because that is your right as a human being to make that choice for your body and your children. I tried it. It did not work out for us. Mm. We cannot have any more. So here's a question. Why do, how would I put it? The whole like term. So th there are certain terms that people sort of like bandy about and they throw around a lot, right? And anti-vaxxer is supposed to be one of those labels that is just supposed to sort of label someone as someone who is not to be, right? Someone who's crazy, someone who's not, that. oh my gosh, that person is an anti-vaxxer. That's supposed to end the conversation, you know, yes. you, that's you, why it was, that's why those words are invented. Of, those of words course. are invented so that you and I don't talk and get to know each other and get to know each other's experiences and sure. why our opinions are what they are, because our, our opinions are formed from our experiences. Mm -hmm. They don't want us to have that conversation. It's a very inconvenient truth because yeah. it really hits them on a bottom line, you know, really so, hits them. The so what do you think is the, so if the, if you think they're pushing for a mandatory vaccine, then what do you think is the what do you think is the goal beyond that or do you think it's legitimately something that they genuinely out of their good of their hearts they think this is the best thing for the people or do you think that there's something potentially that's more sinister I don't know, yeah more sinister yeah. more insidious yeah. about it yeah i do yeah i do i'm sorry but i see the website for the un new world order and that just freaks me out yeah it just does. I don't I want to be. I haven't actually seen that. I haven't, I've heard of the New World Order, but I haven't seen the website. Oh yeah, the, the website is up. Okay. For a UN New World Order org, and it talks about how, um, you know, by two thousand thirty, uh, every it's the it's the it's a decade of vaccines, and how two thousand thirty we will be moving to a new. Um, world where we're all under one world order where capitalism will be gone and we will have something called capitalism. Called what? Sorry. Capitalism. This is on their website. Mm -hmm. It'll be, we'll have capitalism where focus will not be on economic growth, but on health. Okay. And when someone tells me that health is eating genetically modified food and getting vaccines, that's not health. At least it's not for me. Mm. Um, so I do think that there is an agenda because I've seen it coming down in the state of California. You know, I think that also like our politicians are not truthful people. Oh, and no. uh, our, uh, all of them, I, I think, you know, our politicians are bought and paid for and the Democratic Party in particular, which I used to be a Democrat, uh, really up until Gavin Newsom totally me over, you know, and my kids, I had Democratic thoughts. Yeah. And, um, I was really uneducated as to what government was. I was, I thought that Republicans were racist and Democrats want to help people and love people. And I was very off base. Okay. <laughs> I mean, literally, I, because you know why? Here's the deal. I'm in LA. I'm living my life. I'm busy. I'm an actress. I got these kids, you know, I'm busy, busy, busy. Cause, and I don't have time to educate myself. Yeah, yeah. And I believe everything that I'm being told from a media source. I mm. don't have time to sit down and be a good student and look for myself. And now I realize the basic differences in Democrat and Republican is that one believes that government has a very heavy hand in an individual's life 
And the other one believes that the individual is more in control of their life and government should have minimal influence. Mm. At least theoretically. Theoretically. Yes, yeah. theoretically. All of it's theoretically. I mean, yeah, my it God, is. Yeah. the theory of communism isn't horrible. The theory is that <laughs> equally right we just know that that's not what happened it becomes a totalitarian society and uh, you know you can look at china and how there's you know torture camps and things like that set up and realize that uh, communism is not good mm-hmm. and unfortunately what used to be a democratic party is no longer a democratic party it's a socialist communist party or okay Marxist, some might say what's that or even marxist some might say Oh, there's definitely there's definitely influences of that. I don't know. I don't think the whole party, obviously, but there's a radical wing of it, which is gaining steam. Yeah, I I, I really believe that um, most people that we say are right or left are really just kind of like in the middle, mm-hmm. you know. And they they want like a a reasonable, logical government that does its job and works for the people instead of the people working for it. And then you have on each side an extreme mm-hmm. and I'm, you know, I want a world where we all move forward. So I'm, I'm kind of, I take relief in the fact that I think most people fall somewhere in the middle. That's true. You know? Yeah. So where do you see this all? Where do you see this all going over the next couple months and years? Of course, you've got the, um, you guys have got an election coming up and then this whole COVID situation is, you know, Regardless of the sort of disease itself, like I don't know about all that and where that's going, but certainly the reaction to it, um, they seem very, very keen to, you know, they, they, they definitely want to instill fear in people. I don't even think that that doesn't strike me as any type of conspiracy theory at that's all. Right. Theory. That's that's just they, they want to instill fear. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I said, this is this is not this is about uh, two political agendas and two political parties fighting with each other. And unfortunately, not only the American people, but it seems to be the entire world on this election is kind of caught in this battle. And, and they have, they just, they have a weapon and it's called pitting us against one another. And what they do is they take Republican, Democrat, black, white, you know, and they pit us against each other so that we sit here and turn around and put our gaze on them and what they're doing. Mm -hmm. This is where I wish that the people would rally together and and could. Yeah, well, um, they can't even talk to each other in many, in many cases. So rallying together is a tall order. It's our concept right now. Not gonna yeah. yeah, it's a tall order. So, I mean, does it, how, where does that leave you? Does, are you feeling? So it, it, today I, I made a post and it was a bold one. And, and I, I unfortunately felt like I had to do it to protect my kids. But some doctor went on Fox and News and I only, I don't watch Fox News. I don't watch any of the news stations because uh, I believe it's all propaganda mm-hmm. and you really kind of get bombarded that deliver our news. Um, but this doctor went on and said that he's got a great idea that what's going to happen is when kids go back to school, they get to wear a yellow button that says no hugs. Oh, wow. And then after you get your vaccine, remove that. And then you're worthy of love and of having that sounds like a terrible idea. This guy is just showing you flat out how the Holocaust went on, how they convinced smart thinking people to believe that the Jews were vermin, diseased people, and that for the safety of all had to be segregated from society. Mm. This is what it looks like. This is how it's happened. He's showing you. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's very creepy. <laughs> that's, that really is, creepy. Yeah. That's super creepy, man. So where, so where do you think it goes? Do you think this is going to get 
Do you think this is going to really get worse? Do you think, it goes, I mean, yeah, tell me, tell me. I, I really have this hope. I have this hope inside of me that says we are so lucky to be alive witnessing this event in history. Wow. And there's this other part of me that goes, wow, we have been completely handed over to the Communist Party, the world, and a one world order. Mm-hmm. Listen, we're pretty much in some big trouble with having two parties. Can you imagine there's one that gets to make the call for the whole world? One. Yeah. That's, That's like not the, good. People. You're like your odds of making change happen are not good. No, it would be it would be like the situation in China, but on a global level. That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. And that is the greatest fear. And then I have the greatest hope. So I uh, I'm nervous about this. What's thing. the greatest hope? I like positivity. The greatest hope is that we all when this is over, the truth is revealed, whichever side that may be, but the truth is revealed to everyone because there is some severe opposition and stories going on and that everyone just sees the truth for what it is. And we all come together and we really do move forward as a country. And also that we accept, um, we accept that everyone is uniquely different and that's what makes us great. Look, if everyone looked like me, sounded like me, thought like me, talked like me, the world would be very boring and I would be very, very frustrated. I, I get sick of, so I love the diversity in our world. That's why I moved to Los Angeles in the first place was because I wanted different cultures. I wanted different food. I didn't want to eat catfish all day. Sorry, I just didn't, you know? <laughs> so that's the beauty of it all is that we learn that our differences are what make us strong and we embrace that and we appreciate that in each other um, and that we can live freely free to make our own decisions, you know, but the fact, the one that I want to really see, and I know they did one study in the United States of study, someone looked to see in January to April, how many deaths there were in the United States for the past five years. Mm. And what it showed was that they were all relatively the same, except for the flu in 2017 really took out a lot more. Okay. So where's the death toll for everybody in the world of the United States? Even let's just take a country and do the death toll and let's see where we're at. I'm not saying that this virus doesn't exist. I'm not saying that it's not dangerous and that it's not deadly. I'm also not saying that the flu is not dangerous and deadly. Mm. You know, your body uh, can respond differently depending on the health that your body is in. Look, I'm fully agree, agree with that. Yeah. Um, but I do know that, you know, people die in a, in a, a car crash, you know, so you're going to stop people from driving. You can't drive anymore. Yeah. I mean, there comes a point where you're just taking away life. What are we here for? We're not here to walk around in bubble suits and not hug each other. They're mandating masks for Disneyland. You know, the best part about Disneyland, not the rides, not the food. It's not even the characters. It's seeing children smile. Mm. It's seeing families smile. We can't see that. I mean, I miss seeing beautiful faces, all different, all unique with all different emotions on them because we've got this thing on our face like that. I just, I hate it for our world that it has come to this. And I'm just hopeful that we can move past it. Every time I see an article that comes out that says masks are going to be worn for the next five years, this is the new normal. I want to throw up. (laughs) I'm I'm with with you on that one. Next five years, good grief. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It's... um... It's weird because, like you said, it would be great for the the full story to come out one day if that ever happens. But yeah. it's like, you know, there are 
there are kernels to truth to just like with most things, right? There's kernels of truth to most sides and arguments and positions, et cetera. But people try to paint it as a very black and white thing, right? And they and they also want everyone else to see it as black and white so that if you are if you're not totally down the line on this one side, mm-hmm. then you then you're total you must be totally right. You 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 must believe that the virus is fake. You must right. believe that no one's died from it. You must believe the whole thing was um, a governmental conspiracy by George Soros. Who really, right? It's like it's like either you they think either you're there or you're right. there. And, it, <laughs> and and like people think I was called by a Trump lover. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about this. My kids almost died from their vaccines. You think I'm happy about this warp speed? You think I'm happy about warp speed? Look, my kids had injuries from vaccines that had been tested for years. Well, they've never been tested against a placebo. No vaccine has but they've at least been given to the population for years. Mm. This one is an mRNA vaccine that has never before been made. It is very dangerous. It can spread it like wildfire. And and now they're going to move it at warp speed. You think I like Donald Trump for doing that? You think I agree with that? <laughs> I don't like that at all. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I also really? don't want to be over to China. And you know... <laughs> Are those my two options? Are those really my yes, two options? Yes, here? they are, Lee so Ellen. I That's it. If you don't mind, I'd like to write you in on the ticket. Oh, yeah? Okay. <laughs> I, you'd be surprised by how many people have asked me to run for U.S. president, despite yes! the fact- Oh, my gosh. That would be amazing. <laughs> I'll be your running uh, I'm, so, I'm so ineligible in every, in every <laughs> way. Like, I'm, I'm underage. I'm from the wrong country. And I was born in the wrong country. So, like, I, I appreciate the sentiment. But- um. <laughs> I don't think that one's going to happen. Maybe, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, what have you got, what have you got coming up in the, in the pipeline in terms of your work and everything like that? Have you got anything that's yeah, coming out I soon? Really? I just did a really hilarious movie. It's fantastic with these, uh, this, this, these two guys, these comedy guys named the skit guys. Okay. And I just did this really, really funny movie and, uh, I can't wait for it to come out. So if there are theaters in March, it will be in them. Okay. There aren't. I guess it will be in your home. What's the name of the movie? It's called Family Camp, and okay. it's about. It's kind of has the feeling to me of a great outdoors, and a, a family goes to camp to try to reconnect and be close with one another, and um, they get stuck in a yurt with an evangelical family. So it's just. But the message of this movie, it shows you. No matter, like everyone's different opinion is, is okay. It's okay. And we can learn to not only learn from one another and respect one another, but also laugh with one another about how ridiculous every human being on the face of this earth really is. Mm. You know, I always feel like God has a sense of humor and we don't, we don't laugh enough. <laughs> I hear that a hundred percent. Lee Allen, where can people find you online? I know um, you're probably not avoiding social media a little bit, but uh, how can people follow you? So on Twitter, Lee Allen Baker was already taken by like 10 different people. Uh, these little kids are good little hackers. I'm telling you what, you don't have, <laughs> have children show or family show and people are going to hack your account. Um, so it's L underscore A underscore Baker for Twitter mm-hmm. and L underscore A underscore Baker underscore 13 for Instagram. Okay. And, um, and if you are a person that doesn't like to even look at politics and you don't want to think about it, my Instagram 
is there to show you pretty pictures and be fun and be funny. And if you're someone who wants to dig deep into the dirt and doesn't mind um, facing the truth or hearing stories that um, are, are, I hate the word my truth because they're just my experiences Mm -hmm. and are a little more open to who I am as a person, then Twitter would be the account for you to follow. Awesome. Lee Allen, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure speaking to you. Thank you. I'm such a fan. I adore you. Thank you so much for having me. I am the man, sick with the slang, sick and I'm destined for fame. Do for the fam, not for the grand, stunting you destined for pain. I do not front, I do not scam, put some respect on my name. Sick like a rain, click and I bang, y'all gon' remember the name. Y'all gon' remember the name. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.